Hey, what is going on? Welcome to the Message Podcast with yours truly, Angel. This month's episode is on the topic of laziness or idleness and how important it is in the faith of Christianity to have a good work ethic. As of the release of this episode, it is September 7th, 2020, and it is mind-blowing to think the fall is approaching in just two weeks. I've had the best summer ever despite the pandemic that's still present today, and I do hope your summer was amazing and eventful. This brings me to the topic for this month, which is pretty ironic considering the day it's released on. Today is Labor Day, and I'm literally about to talk about how important it is to work hard on what the Lord has trusted us with. Putting that aside for a sec, isn't it pretty odd that the global pandemic lasted all throughout summer 2020? Now, while things are definitely more normal than they were a month ago, especially with gyms and malls opening up again, it still isn't the same. There are still people I know that are fearful to go out. There are people who have become used to spending long hours at home. Now, last month, you may or may not remember, but I had mentioned in the COVID-19 episode how important it was to utilize your time wisely. This month, I've decided to elaborate on that a bit more because I know firsthand how difficult that can be. Now, as you can tell by the title, I will talk about how laziness is not godly. Pretty harsh title, isn't it? But believe it or not, it's the truth. Thing is, we don't usually look at laziness or complacency under the same light as a sin such as lying or stealing. It's an uncomfortable concept to think about, but I know it's so important because knowing this may be the motivation you need to start putting in that grind and hard work and being the person God has called you to be. For much of my life, and especially my high school years, I was never one to really cause trouble. I didn't drink, do drugs, or sleep around. As soon as I got home from school, I would just play some video games for a few hours and then afterwards, late at night, write rhymes. Now, video games definitely will always be better than drinking, drugs, or hooking up, but it still didn't make it a good thing to do either, especially for the amount of hours I was putting in. Video games aren't bad, and I feel it's an awesome escape personally, especially with playing with friends online. You know the vibes. The issue really was when summers would come, I wasted hours on that Xbox 360. My sleep schedule was so out of whack because of how late I was going to bed after playing online for hours. I remember the summer of 2009, I was so upset at myself for wasting weeks of the summer playing video games. Around this point, I was getting into rap as a passion and I felt upset at myself. I knew that instead of playing Halo online, I could be using much of that free time working on my craft or just being productive in general. I had talents and hobbies, and looking back, I wish I could have put more time in them because being an adult, it's not so easy to just work on something whenever you want. I feel like especially during this pandemic, I've struggled with being productive. Naturally, I'm spontaneous. I'll come up with an idea, but planning it used to be difficult. While that's since changed and I've worked on those areas, being intentional with my time is something that I am still actively working on. My hope is to inspire you to be more productive and efficient with the 24 hours God gives us daily because as the word says in Romans 12:11, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. For many of us, the first thing we do when we get home from work is to turn on the TV and watch your favorite Netflix show. For others such as myself, it could be turning on the Xbox and playing some Call of Duty Warzone with random people online. <laughs> when the pandemic first started and even now, Call of Duty was like the biggest thing out in gaming. I wasn't too much on the Xbox before that, but hopped on 
because I had so much free time since work hours were shorter. Before this, my escape was YouTube. Nothing wrong in my opinion with any of what I've mentioned here, but the issue becomes when we allow it to become our escape for too long. You see, for me, I don't have a lot of time in the day to get what I need done. I work, I hit the gym, and then have passions that I try and work on a daily basis. This includes podcasting ideas, areas of content creating to maybe jump in. So when I hop on the Xbox and play a little longer than maybe I should have, then this can become a distraction for sure. One thing I used to fail to notice was how subtle the enemy can be in his attacks. So you and I, as well as everyone on this planet, were created with purpose. Everyone with gifts and talents meant to be used for the glory of God. Once we live for God, we are very dangerous. We can have influence on others, and if we're following Christ, then we can most certainly screw up the plans of the enemy. As a result, he is extremely subtle with how he tries to get us away from doing our work here on earth. That's why we cannot underestimate the enemy because it'll be in the things that we can overlook. With me, it was keeping me distracted with entertainment, especially coming from work. The enemy is crafty. I think this was the worst at my previous job because I had reached a point where I was very unhappy working there. It wasn't for me anymore yet. I was complacent and stayed there longer than I should have. I would come home and the first thing I would do was either go on the Xbox or YouTube as an escape from how unhappy and frustrated I was from work. Why do so many of us do this? It's an escape from life. Again, sometimes it's not bad, but I was always doing it and not getting much done in regards to music or creating ideas for podcasts. Why not? Because I wanted instant gratification. Working my talents required work. And I simply didn't want to come home and again have to work hard on something. And this is the case with many people. I remember by the time I needed to go to bed, ironically, then is when I wanted to work on music and stuff. The problem was that if I acted on it, I knew that I would be a zombie at work the next day, which meant work would be even more intolerable. Yay. Eventually, I had to take initiative. I had to learn to discipline myself in planning my day instead of letting the day plan me. I would block out thoughts such as, just one more game, or you're tired, just work on it tomorrow, and instead, focus on having the mindset of doing things today. I began to develop a sense of urgency on things. After all, the more I opened up to God about this area I needed to work in, the more I realized that my motivation needed to be bigger than myself. These talents that he's given me and you are to be used to serve others. It wasn't about me. It was about those whose life I can touch with the talents that God has given me. So what the heck was I doing being lazy in that? Growing up, I had no idea that I would be writing music, battle rapping as a Christian today, or hosting a monthly Christian podcast. What happened was, over the years, I cultivated on the little he gave me. I knew from early on I was very creative. As a child, I remember having the passion of drawing, I cultivated on the little that I knew I was good at. I loved expressing myself through art. Always enjoyed English class, and I feel that had a big influence on what later became a passion of rhyming words. I remember loving when the teacher touched on poetry, and I always found it fascinating to find words that rhymed with one another and convey a story. I worked on that for fun, and over the years, it turned into rap battles in high school. Now, if you ask me if when I was 12 that my passion would be using my ability to rhyme words, I wouldn't believe you. Yet that's exactly what happened. I cultivated that, and years later, the Lord told me to start a podcast. I noticed that my words have influence, and I wanted to use that to glorify God. 
So because I cultivated on my talent of rhyming, the Lord had later entrusted me with another area of ministry. Obviously, I cultivated and worked on that because it's now almost four years I've been hosting this podcast. Can you believe it? Crazy. <laughs> Two years ago, God had placed in my heart to return to Batarap. It took a huge leap of faith as it was something I hadn't done in years. But I know that it came a time where God was able to entrust me with coming back to it and being able to keep him centered as well. My point is that God has given us all something. It's our job as followers of Christ to be taking action and using that, no matter how many talents he's given us. In Matthew 25, verses 14 to 29, there is a parable that Jesus talks about regarding talents and how important it is to do something with what he has given us. It's important that we just don't stay still and complacent with our lives. Sometimes this walk is about getting out of our comfort zone and doing what we know we're being called to do. Anyways, the story goes as such. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in portion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used their money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest, and I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, investing crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, Take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given even more will be given, and they will have in abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now I ask you, how many of us act more like the man who hid the one talent he had been given? That one bag of silver. A lot of us, right? It's an uncomfortable truth, but that's what the gospel is at certain times. It's meant to tell us the uncomfortable truth because the truth is what sets us free. When we encounter God, we are called to action. We cannot sit on what the Lord has given us. 
We were created to serve others with what we've been blessed with. And being lazy about that is not something God is pleased with clearly. That's something that we need to understand. Complacency is not Christ-like. One thing is to wait on God, but when God is asking us to do something, we don't act on it. We don't glorify him. This was my issue at times. I knew that I should be setting a time aside for what I've been called to do, but I wasn't acting on those desires. Eventually, I had to do something. I had to start doing my part in disciplining myself to be productive, especially in the areas God has called me to cultivate. What I've had to do is on my calendar app on my Mac was block out hours of the day to which I will dedicate that time to a specific task. For example, I would get up around 7 a.m. to get ready for the day because it was no way Angel was going to take a class while wearing sleep clothes. <laughs> at around 8 to 9 would, uh, when, before class started, I would then use that hour to pretty much have church service in my room. I then spent time in the Word before getting uh, coffee real quick before class started. I had class for around 8 hours, so that time was blocked out. Gave myself an hour or so to unwind before I started studying for 1 to 2 hours. Afterwards, I started podcast writing for an hour, followed by battle rap writing for an hour. To sum it up, I had managed to squeeze time in to work on everything I needed to work on before 10 p.m. Obviously, after the class ended, I modified the schedule and had time slots for workout, songwriting, but you get the point. I had successfully managed to develop a system where I was able to plan the day and not let it plan me. We have to understand that our time here on earth is limited. God can come back at any moment, and we need to be doing our part while we're here on earth to utilize the talents given to us by him. When I come face to face with Christ, I want to be told that I was a good and faithful servant. That should be the goal of all of us, honestly. What is 90 years or so on earth compared to eternity with God? People need God. There are still people who have not been exposed to the gospel, and it's our responsibility to be ambassadors of Christ here on earth. We will be held accountable to God in heaven with what we've done with the time here on earth. Let's not waste it. Let's live our lives in abundance as God intended for us. Remember that we live for Christ because he died for us. As 1 Corinthians 6 verses 19 to 20 says, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. So let's honor God with our bodies and start putting our hands in the plow. Let's start, or for some of us, resume our hard work for the kingdom of God. There are still people who need what you have to offer. So let God be the main motivation as to how we live our lives. Now, as we near the end of the podcast, I want to pray with you because there is power in prayer, of course. I want to pray with you that may we live life purpose-driven and alert to when the enemy subtly attacks us with thoughts that only cause us to slow down and be complacent. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I want to thank you for who you are. Thank you for your word that is living and speaks to us always. Thank you for your love that we are able to experience. Thank you for your mercy that is new for us daily. Thank you for waking us up today because it only means we still have a plan for our lives. Thank you for having a plan for our lives. Thank you for choosing us to live in this exact moment because we know it's because you want us to expand your kingdom. Lord, I ask you for forgiveness. I ask you to forgive us because sometimes we fall short of your glory. 
Sometimes we get comfortable in life and would rather stay in complacency rather than be bold and live out the abundant life you have created for us. Lord, help us improve on self-discipline. Help us be more intentional with the lives we have. Let us live purpose-driven, knowing the great commission here on earth is to make disciples out of others. Lord, some people may not know their gifts and talents. So I ask you at this moment, Father, to help them see them. Help them see what you've given them to be used in your glory. I trust that the closer we get to you, Lord, the more on fire we'll be for what your purpose is for our lives. Protect us from the evil one, Lord, because we understand now how subtle he can be in his attacks. Help us remain alert and clear-headed to be able to see when the enemy is tempting us to be complacent in our lives. Help us spend less time on entertainment and more on productivity, especially when it comes to our calling. You came to give us life and life in abundance, God. So help us keep that in our hearts so that our actions go more according to your will. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, that brings us to the end of this month's episode. I really hope that it was able to help change your perspective on how we need to be living our lives. Or maybe you've already known this and this is a heads up to maintain fighting the good fight. Either way, it's a blessing that you've tuned in and I truly appreciate you giving me your free time. As always, you can reach me on my website, mynameisangel.com or feel free to message me on Instagram at officialangeltv. Feel free to subscribe so you get the notification on your phone the moment these episodes drop. Remember, you have been created to do great things in his name, and there is no better time to start than right now. Stay encouraged and alert because just as God has plans of good, enemy has plans of bad. Keep fighting the good fight and keep looking for God's presence daily. Keep studying his word and praying, and he will guide your steps. Surrender everything and you will be amazed as to what God will do. God bless you, and until next time, this has been The Message with Angel.